Lily Van Horn was completely over feeling like a stifled flower in a hothouse the size of a house cat. A malnourished house cat with acute feline leukemia. Her Aunt Eunice had been on the rampage lately. Besides doubling her homeschool curriculum, Eunice Van Horn had gotten almost territorially invasive about Lily's nightly dreams. Whether it was puppies and unicorns or a dark hallway without doors or windows, Eunice insisted on Lily journaling her dreams and handing the notebook back to Eunice for inspection and interpretation. It didn't help that Lily had not been feeling well lately. She'd been hiding two distinct maladies from her overprotective aunt, her headaches and her cramping. The cramping wasn't a big deal. Eunice had sat her down and had the talk with her two years ago, just before her first period. But the cramps weren't just a monthly pain. They seemed to come on in wrenching waves whenever she looked outside to the old oak tree in the sprawling front yard. She remembered when she could have sworn there was a little boy, just out of focus, peeking out from behind the wooden giant guarding the house, looking up imploringly at her bedroom window. She hadn't seen the young boy in years, but she reminisced fondly of waving at him innocently and without fear or the series of surging pain doubling her over. Not only the sight of the looming tree, but the stark white clover bush that had seemed to grow overnight at its base would send ripples of tight intensity through Lily's midsection. The headaches, on the other hand, were something completely different. They would slowly build like a gently roiling sea, cresting in blinding flashes, leaving Lily on her knees, gasping and clenching her fists. Lights blurred with halos when she was able to open her watering eyes. The headaches hit her like a hungry prize fighter's punch in both magnitude and in frequency. Lily wouldn't fully admit that it was almost always whenever Eunice asked for her dream journal, but the headaches would threaten her every time Lily knew she had omitted the white-hot room. The room was an endless bleached void, empty of everything that was, is, and will be. The only person Lily would likely see was another woman named Jen Black. Jen claimed to be from a place just sideways from Lily's. Her world had been ravaged by a war with something called post-humans. But the gray words Jen used to describe the desolation reminded Lily of her home in Black Falls just the same. It had been years since Lily Van Horn had asked Jen if she could stay with her in the room, but the sentiment still lingered all this time later. As months passed in Black Falls, Lily's dreams of the white-hot room became more and more sporadic and rare. Thankfully, so did her headaches. But the room itself held one more time to host Lily. Seven months after the last time Lily saw Jen Black, she entered the room and found it almost claustrophobically full of two other people. Lily turned to her left and found herself being stared at by a pie-eyed little girl. This little girl Lily recognized from photos taken from her childhood, a mirror reflecting ten years ago. To Lily's right was a woman who, if Lily squinted, removing the effects of decades, could almost be her twin. Lily's mouth flapped open and closed in a way that would make a caught fish jealous. Young Lily's eyes welled up with tears in uncomprehending fright. Older Lily held out her hands, palms open and inviting. It's time you learn the truth, she said.
If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.